Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, family? It is time for kickoff. Another huge episode of Speak Today. But get this, Sunday night, everything is on the line. You got the Bills. You got the Dolphins. It's a must-win matchup. If the Bills find a way to win in this pivotal game, they lock up the AFC East. All of a sudden, the playoff picture, it looks very different. The Bills would be in the two-seed. This is obviously assuming the other favorites win. However... It's for you, dog. So you, however... So you see it clear. So you see it clear. <laughs> if, for some reason... For some reason, the Bills lose. They go from not only not being in the two seed, they're completely out of the playoff picture in totality. Imagine a world where Josh Allen isn't in the playoffs. Mm. Well, what would that do for our perspective on Josh Allen? I asked this question yesterday. Take a listen. Will your opinion of Josh Allen change if they don't make it? Well, I- I'm not on that. With Josh. <laughs> will, it, will it change? Would it change? Small bit. Yeah, it will change. Joy, would your opinion change of Josh Allen if they don't make the playoffs? I think it has to adjust. It won't change drastically for me because I think he's the, the, the real deal, right? You can't find me three better quarterbacks than Josh Allen. Right. But you lost some games you should have won. <laughs> there is a world where Josh Allen misses the playoffs, James Jones. What does that do for your opinion of him with the Bills? It changes, just like it changed yesterday. <laughs> it changes because right now when we talk Josh Allen, we say, Hattie, Josh, Burrow, right? Whoever you want out of those two is the second one, right? But it go Patty and then it go them two. So if he does not make the playoff, my opinion changes because I, if Lamar Jackson or Tua or Dak Prescott goes into the playoffs and makes a deep run or gets to the Super Bowl or Lamar wins the Super Bowl, there's no way that I can keep putting Josh Allen in front of them, even though I may think he got a little bit more talent than them at the quarterback spot. I cannot keep doing that. So for me, it changes because we can't keep labeling you as a number three quarterback and a super talent in this league, and you're not even in the playoffs? And you lost to Tua to get there and had a chance to get there? So my opinion definitely will change because... He's that type quarterback to me. He's that elite quarterback. We talk quarterbacks to where you putting them in all these different categories. Josh is up there with the best ones. And if you do not make the playoffs and the ball is in your hand every single play, my opinion changes because if those other quarterbacks that are not up there with you right now makes it further than you, they're going to have to be put up in there before you when you talk, start talking about elite quarterbacks. And we all know when you talk about quarterbacks, you go to the playoff numbers, the playoff wins, whatever it may be. They're still doing that with Aaron Rodgers. So my opinion absolutely will change if he does not get his team into the playoffs. Yeah, I think it has to adjust. I wouldn't think he's any less of a talent. Not at all. I wouldn't think his highs are any lower. Yeah. But 
his lows would have officially <clears throat> affected their ability to win at the highest level because his poor play early in the season is what put them in this position. Now, look, there's some injuries here and there, and look, you could go to any team and pick, and pick that apart and say that this played a, a part in it and, it, and it would have. But he's the guy. He gets paid to be the guy. He gets talked about as the guy. He's the leader of that team. They go as he goes. And when he goes bad, they go bad. Mm -hmm. We know that. But he's always been able to overcome that. We can't say that if these lows affected their ability to make the postseason. And look, they could play a great game against the Dolphins this weekend, and the Dolphins could play a great game, and they end up losing. But what happened during the regular season would have affected them and put them in this position. Would they be in this position if that game at the beginning of the year with the Jets didn't happen? Mm. If they won that game? Mm. No. Their record would be different. They'd be in a different position in the in the division, in the conference. So every game during the regular season matters. We, what you do during the regular season positions you for the postseason. That's why we talk about it every day. That's why how they're playing matters. It's what the position that you're in. Are you winning the division? Are you at the top of the conference? It's all important. And to even be talking about the Bills where they're in a situation that they have to win this game to ensure that they get into the postseason and you're talking about Josh Allen as the leader of that team, that just sounds crazy. So them actually missing the playoffs because of it, you'd have to consider that when you're talking about what he's capable of. It doesn't mean that his highs aren't high, mm -hmm. but his lows can actually affect you so deeply as an organization that you don't make the postseason. That's really good. Really good. Mm. Ask me the question. <laughs> Would your opinion of Josh Allen change if the Bills missed the playoffs? No. It's Josh Allen we talking about. Elite, elite, elite quarterback. When we talk about the top three quarterbacks, who y'all name it? Y'all name it. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. It change if he misses? No. Let me tell you why. Out of all the other teams that are healthy, that are playing, the quarterbacks I'm talking about, mm -hmm. Josh is the only one that has this type of team, right? You see how Pat's struggling. You see how all these other quarterbacks are struggling. Imagine if they play with the, with the Bills right now. Your best corner, back, your highest-paid quarterback, Tredavious White, out for the season. Probably your best defensive player, Matt Milano, out for the season. Michael Hyde missed tons of time, right? Jordan Porter missed tons of time. You think about all these different things, like how can I win when all my guys are hurt? When you build a team up, you build all your guys. Got my quarterback, got my running back, got my defense lineman, got all these pieces, and now you don't have it. I don't know if other quarterback could have took this team to where it's at right now. Right now, I will say this now, there's some games where Josh got kind of crazy, kind of wild, threw some picks, threw some more picks, and then they lost. But this four, what, three to four game winning streak has been a lot of him. And I don't know if a lot of quarterbacks can come out here and win these games with this type of team they have. So. I got to give him that respect and that credit for them to even have a chance to get in the playoffs with this type of roster they got. That's the truth of it. Do you think other people are going to give Josh Allen a pass when you talk about that? Like, do you think, like, if he misses oh, the man, playoffs James Jones. and they're going to come back next as season and say you Josh know me, did not dog, make the playoffs because of about me. I ain't worried about nobody. You just say somebody else? <laughs> I know he's an answer. Do I care about somebody's opinion? I don't care about nobody's opinion. I don't care about that. I know what I see in football. I know how, what it takes to win games without your, your star players. It's hard to do. Your starter, your backup, that's all that's hard to, to win when you don't have your guys with you. When you go to war, when, they, when, they, when, they, when, these, when these freaking coaches and GMs put these teams together, they, it's not just Josh Allen. Yeah, it's Josh Allen, but Stephon Diggs is the guys on defense I talked about. When they're not there, the whole game plan changes. Think about it. When Look at the Dolphins, right? Good team, talented talent team, even on defense. But when you bring a guy like Jalen uh, um, Ramsey back, you can do so much more different things. Mm. That's why, since he's been back there, the defense has been way different. It matters who you got on your team, man. So, so you telling me. I am telling you that. And, and help me out of because I don't want to. You need help. Your words, I got you. You, know? you need help. You, you need to twist help. some words every now and then. You telling me basically every quarterback, if your team is not healthy, gets a pass if you don't make the playoffs? No, nah, but when I look at this team, not every, not every quarterback. It depends who's hurt. 
if, if, maybe if, you're, if your number one receiver's hurt, right, you should be good enough to still win these games. But when, when you're, if you got a top five, top six players on your team and four of them losers hurt, what you want me to do? Seriously, though. I just don't know if Josh is getting a pass for that. Not well, me. I guess in your book. I guess in your book, I guess you think that any quarterback. So let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Tell you me. ask all these questions. Yeah. You think any quarterback could come in at, with the Bills team that they got that roster today? And just take him to the playoffs. But that's why I think it's different with Josh because we expect him to do that. Did he actually? Why he answering the question I'm asking? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Any know. other quarterback? No. But what did we label Josh as? Hold on, hold on. No, but I'm saying that's why. So we... So how, how he gonna get it passed if if other quarterbacks can do it? Because he's, he's here though, right? We putting Patty Burrow, Josh. Correct. Think, do you think Joe can get it done with this? Team? Yes, I do. That's why Joe was in them three. And if I, if I think Patty could get know. it done, I, don't I do. Shady, you said Josh was elite, elite, elite. Thank you. Elite, elite, elite. And you agree with that, right? I do. I don't think I should, but I do. And my question is, if you're that elite, when do you start doing elite things? I think Josh is elite. I think y'all at home believe look Josh out, is elite. Out, the world knows. Uh, the world knows. Like, and, and, and truth be told, I'm not arguing with anybody. I'm arguing with myself. Thought about it this morning. I think Josh is elite. He doesn't have an MVP. Lamar's on the verge of having two. Mahomes is about to have two. He hasn't made it to a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow's made it to a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts has made it to a Super Bowl. Mahomes has made it to a Super Bowl. So at what point in time does a quarterback who we think, who I think is elite, 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 at what point in time does somebody who is elite have to start doing elite things? We hail LeBron James as one of the greatest ever because he's done things that are the greatest ever. All-time leading scorer. Been to 10 NBA finals, I believe. Michael Jordan, one of the greatest ever because he did things that were the greatest ever. Tom Brady, the greatest ever because he did things that were the greatest ever. Jerry Rice, one of the greatest receivers ever. He did things that were the greatest ever. But Josh is elite. Mm-hmm. but hasn't done anything elite. And if you miss the playoffs, that is now another scarlet letter against him being elite. So how can you continue to, how can not you, how can I, no, you say, you can say tell that. me how you can, I can say continue Because I, I, I am too. <laughs> how can I continue to hail him as elite if okay. he doesn't do things so, that are elite? I guess when you, when you say the word elite, right, it's, it's how you break it down. So I, when I say elite, I mean the top of the top of the top of the mountain players. And we always say he's that. Now, when you start talking about legacy, you start talking about greatness, I don't think he's there yet, right? I don't think he's there yet. I, I, I don't think none of them guys are there other than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Joe Burrow, we give him credit for, for going to the Super Bowl. But let me pause you because it seems like you're going to deviate. Top of the mountain. Who are the top of the mountain players? Three of them. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Quarterback. Okay, yeah, those three. He said Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh, uh, Josh Allen. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But Josh Allen doesn't have an MVP like Patrick Mahomes has. Okay. He doesn't have a Super Bowl appearance like Joe Burrow has. Right. So Josh Allen has an All-Pro, which Joe Burrow does not. Mm-hmm. But if Josh Allen is elite, mm-hmm. where are the elite, ac- not attributes, where are the elite accolades? Because to make, be elite, you have to do, you can't but, say that a running back is elite, but he ain't have no first-team All-Pros. Okay. He ain't got no rushing titles. Mm-hmm. He ain't got no touchdown titles. Right. He ain't got no... How, like it, it's so, weird, it, it, for, and for me, because I say it. Right. So even you saying, see, even you bringing up the, the top three elite quarterbacks. If you the way you talking, there's only one main elite dude. That's and that's Patrick Mahomes because he got Super Bowls and he got MVPs. Mm-hmm. It, it, you talking about accolades though? That's the real accolades. Now you got the other individual stuff. Yep. Which, which, which Josh has a lot of them. Yep. Right. But I mean, like overall talent wise, and and things we see him do, and the games he's won, that's what makes him elite. Player-wise, but nobody has the, the, the resume like that. So when I say that, I mean, like, like Patrick Mahomes is the only one that sits in the throne as far as right. his legacy. 
I don't think Josh Allen has a legacy yet. I don't think Joe Burrow has a legacy yet. I think they're working to it, but they don't have nothing. Mm-hmm. What, what legacy will say? Oh, I went to the Super Bowl. What, what, what is that? Yeah. I ain't giving you, I ain't paying you back fat. Yo, you did good. You got there. You know what I mean? I respect that, but I don't even respect the winners. So when I say that, I'm saying if we talking about elite, I'm talking about talent and uh, the things I've seen mm-hmm. done. Right? You're not going to see another players running around like Josh Allen, running and throwing. You're not going to see that. You're not going to see Patrick Mahomes. You're not going to see the, the accuracy and the leadership of a Joe Burrow. You're not going to see that from the other guys. But it's only one dude out here that's really holding it down as far as accolades and being that dude, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I'm not going to put, if you're talking like that, I can't put Josh or Joe Burrow in Patrick Mahomes' category because he has championships and he has Super Bowls and he has MVPs. He had all that. And I think that's what's so tough about Josh because can't none of us sit up here and say he ain't an elite talent. Can't none of us sit up here and say he hasn't done elite things on the football field. That's right. This dude is 40 touchdowns here, 40 touchdowns there every season. I think that's what's frustrating about Josh is because he has so many great moments, and sometimes these moments is consistent. But then he has consistent moments to where he goes and he throws interceptions and all that. But like we always talk, when you're talking about Josh Allen playing at his highest level with no MVPs, with no Super Bowl appearance, Uh with none of that, when you talk about Josh at his high and Patty at his high and Joe at his high, there ain't nobody else that you taking over Josh Allen. Even if you're talking to Lamar Jacksons or to Jalen Hurts or to Dak, whoever your favorite quarterback is or the guy you think you should put up there because of what Josh has shown us. And yes, it sucks because he doesn't have an MVP to back it up. It sucks because he ain't been to a, to a Super Bowl. But with everybody's eyes up here, I believe we can agree that when he is playing at his high, it ain't really nobody messing. Here's my question, Joy, though, is how long, how much longer will that matter? I'm sitting here thinking about it like, yeah, but with Josh Allen at his highs, cool. Six years in, dude, my playoffs. That's why he can't miss the playoffs. But my point for you and my question for you, Joy, you can take it home, is how much longer does it matter? Like, if Josh doesn't make the playoffs, he'd be six years in, no MVPs, two Pro Bowls. He missed the Pro Bowl this year. Snug. No, no, no Super Bowl. No Super Bowl uh, appearance. All the stuff, which I don't disagree with anything James is saying, but cool. But it doesn't matter because it doesn't materialize. How much longer does it matter? Yeah, I mean, if he misses the playoffs this year and Lamar Jackson goes on a run, I'm moving Lamar up that, that ladder. Are, like, yeah. Lamar is getting moved up. <clears throat> he really should already be in that conversation. It really should be four. You got two league MVPs. You, you, got, mm. you got to be in that conversation. No or we're giving away the MVP to the wrong people. <laughs> it can't be both. You can't have two MVPs and you're not in the conversation of the elite of quarterbacks in this league. So if that happens, uh, even if it doesn't happen, I think Lamar should be in that conversation. Like we have to, we need to open the, the room a little, a little bit for Lamar. Of the, of the elite quarterbacks. I mean, we're talking about Burrow. We're talking about Mahomes. We're talking about Josh Allen. Lamar is going to have two MVPs at the end of this year. So you bring up a great point. Is it that you, how can Lamar and Josh Allen be in the same conversation if Lamar has Because I think, what, to Shady's point, me. to Shady's point, and I hear you, because you, know like, you know I like accomplishments as well, but to Shady's point, our eyeballs can see the level of talent that Josh Allen is when he's playing at a high level, the numbers that he puts up. What will make it different for me this year if they don't make the playoffs, which, by the way, I think that they will, but 
if they don't make the playoffs, you have to also consider his lows, which we don't consider with Joe Burrow, which we don't consider with Patrick Mahomes. And after this year, we won't consider with Lamar Jackson because the highs are way more consistent and they're very, very high. Josh Allen's highest point was the AFC Championship game. If we're talking about team success, if we're talking about his, his talent manifesting into the success that you want as a franchise quarterback. But your low is you miss the playoffs in a year where we're talking about this is going to be the easiest opportunity for Lamar Jackson to get to the Super Bowl because everybody's hurt, because these guys are are doing this. And keep in mind, all these other guys hurt. In your own division, Mm -hmm. you got Zach Wilson and some combination of Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones and Belichick's last year. So you got two teams in your division that don't even matter. And you're still missing the playoffs. And for me, it changes for Josh because right now, when you, especially you, when you talk Lamar, what matters? MVPs? That's all he has. I know. So, but what matters for Lamar right now? Yeah. What he is going to do in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. So for me, that is what jo- the boat Josh Allen's going to be in. <clears throat> Josh, we don't care about the 50 touchdowns in the regular season. We don't care how special you look anymore. If you don't make the playoffs this year, and even if he does, I think the only thing that matters for Josh, what can you do in the playoffs? Kind of the same way you feel about the Cowboys. Stop talking about all these, these good little wins and all that and everybody playing at a high level. I need it in the playoffs, and that's what's going to be the conversation well, with Josh so- Allen. My, my question to you is like, all right, so I hear what you're asking me, but like, who, who's who's winning these Super Bowls? Who's winning though? Let's let's talk about it. who's really winning. It's only one quarterback winning. Mm-hmm. Who, who out of all the quarterbacks in the league, 32 of them, and, and in the top tier and the elite and all that, who's really winning these championships that we keep talking about? Pat. That's it. So like, unless we're going to just freaking organize this thing where all right, or categorize this thing, you put him in this category. Um, um, Patrick Mahomes. Well, we can put Pat in a different category. But I'm, I'm just saying, so when we say the top three elite dudes, well, maybe we need to just separate that a little bit. All right, Pat is, what's yeah. the better word than elite? Whatever y'all want to He's the use. best. He's the best. Boom. And then we can we move to elite? The sure. elite is more Josh Allen, Burrow, Lamar. And Lamar? Lamar? But here's my question, Steve. Okay. Burrow has done something elite. He made it to a Super Bowl. I know winning is greater, but he made it too. He was one of the two best at what he did. So you're saying Hurt should be in there too then? That's, you, you, I'm saying See, like, that's why you can't play that game. See what I'm saying? Like... <clears throat> What is that? What, the, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, because you went? Well, yeah, my man. Because <laughs> you went? For real though. Yeah, but we, because, we, because, we can't, we can no, say it with nuance the, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I, I never was into that. Like, oh, you went? Cool. The quarterbacks that we, we praise that I love, right? They winning them joints. Yeah, right? Nice. MJ, we love him. He winning them joints. We ain't just going us to have to take the family. Hey, come to Super Bowl. Nah, we winning them. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is, okay, when we look at these quarterbacks that you're talking about, like even Lamar, I think, you know, I love Lamar Jackson. But got two MVPs, but you, but you always say this. One and you're about to have another, yep. What you doing, what you doing in, the, in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Not even what you did in the playoffs. Do you have any playoff moments? But let me ask you. You, you know what I'm saying? Lamar can say, I'm better than all y'all in the regular season, yeah. except for Pat. Pat can say, I'm better than all y'all in the postseason and the regular season. Mm-hmm. What can Allen say? Wait, wait why Lamar saying because he's, he's winning them? MVPs, regular season MVPs. So Lamar with his regular season MVPs can say in the regular season, I'm better than all y'all. He also, he say, also wins the most in the regular he season. He does. Well, only Pat, second Pat wins. Lamar Pat wins. can say in the postseason, I'm better than all Josh y'all. Josh wins too. I'm just asking, Josh wins too. I'm just asking, what can Josh say? Because he can't say I'm better in the regular season than you, and he can't say I'm better yeah. in the postseason than you. He, he can say, let's turn the tape on. But, right? Let's turn the tape on. Because guess what? Because when we turn the tape on, right, and we, and, and we going to grade these quarterbacks, you not putting Lamar in front of Josh. That's fair. Right? That's well said. You get what I'm saying? That's well said. And we love Lamar, but turn the tape on. That 17 be different. <laughs>
Uh, well, let's stay in the quarterback conversation. Coming up, Dak Prescott. Is he the most trustworthy quarterback? Oh, my God. In the NFC. <laughs> is Dak the most reliable? That's next. Don't forget to every day. Five, four, seven. Did you change the question? Serious, like seven. Bro, you just changed the question. But wait, you know that one even on the block. <laughs> Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Zach Prescott hoping to reward the Cowboys with playoff wins, plural. He's going to be making another playoff return. They secured their spot a couple weeks ago, could still take the NFC East lead. But here begs the question, how much do you trust Dak Prescott? 32 touchdown passes this season. He's named a pro bowler for the third time in the NFC. You have the likes of Matthew Stafford, the likes of Jared Goff, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts. So, Shady, is Dak Prescott the most trustworthy Mm-mm. quarterback Mm-mm. in the NFC? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Ask me again. Is he the no, most? no. It's got to be Brock Purdy for me. And this is why. I look at when the, when the lights are bright. You got to go against a top opponent. Like that's, Christmas Day? Well, that's, oh, that's, oh. I mean, that's one game. We all get done. Okay. I, I've, had, I've had three game fumbles. I, you know I know you had. I don't fumble. Too. Don't bring me in on it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm with you, my brother. You, you I don't fumble too. Yeah, I mean, again, you, games, you, had, you had the four drops. Four five drops. drops. In the, it, so anyway. Oh, my God. So, five drops. so all I'm saying is this. When I, when I measure these quarterbacks, because Dak, I will say this about Dak Prescott. Out of all the quarterbacks in the NFC, mm-hmm. he's been playing the highest, right? He's had the highest of highs, right? Yes. But when the, when the lights are bright and we need this the most and we play against a top competition team and we see seen what he looks like and it's kind of like, ah, well, Brock Purdy, we've seen him playing against top teams. And yes, he did have that bad game on Christmas. Was it Christmas? Yeah. He looked bad. But other than that, you didn't see him play like that. I think he's the safest. I think that um, Kyle Shanahan calls the plays for him. And the weapons around him, they work well. They got a great running game, and he plays great in that system. So I got to give it to Brock Purdy, because let's not forget, what, two weeks ago, he was leading the NFL for the MVP. Yeah. So I'm going with Brock Purdy. Mm. And don't ask me nothing about Philadelphia. Else. I got a question <laughs> for you. Um, question, yes, man. it's Dak Prescott. And it ain't close. Are oh, you going with Dak? I'm going with Dak. Okay. And, and it's not close. And the reason why I say is in our league, it's one thing that you need to be every week, and that's consistent. Right. Mm -hmm. Consistency is big in the National Football League. If you're not consistent 
and you don't got that big time money, you're going to find yourself on the bench. Mm -hmm. Right. If you are consistent, you're going to find yourself with some big time paper. Mm. Right. So during this season, mm -hmm. the most consistent quarterback, not only in the National Football League, but especially in the NFC, has been Dak Prescott. The most consistent quarterback. He got 32 touchdowns and eight picks. But with our own two eyes, if we watch Dak Prescott play this game, Dak Prescott is the best player on the Dallas Cowboys, right? The games they lose. Oh, he's not? Dak Prescott's the best player on the this Cowboys? Season, he's not the best player on the uh, Cowboys. Yo. So they win the position yo, without Dak. Yo, dog. Yo. Who threw into CD? Yo, what's up with wow. this guy, though? See, Yo, Dak Prescott is the best player on the Dallas Cowboys. Y'all could that. argue what are you with me. About? Are you kidding? Who's gonna me? be all pro? See, who throwing to this dude? You said Cowboys. He's gonna be all no, pro no, no, because he's gonna be all pro. Right. And you watch the quarterback make plays the way the quarterback been making plays. A lot of these plays is the quarterback getting outside the pocket buying the CD. You just said the 92-yarder in my head is Dak Prescott making a dude miss in the pocket, getting outside and bombing this thing to CD Lane. At least say Cowboys offense, so then we can exclude Micah. You I, 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 I'm going to go to Micah next. At like, least is, say the Cowboys is Micah, offense. Is he still here? Like, where At where he go? You know, he tweets every day. He's can, still here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys can honestly sit here and say, if Dak Prescott is not the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys and whoever's behind him is in there, CD's having these numbers and the Cowboys is in this position, is that what you guys are telling me? That's, right not, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, we're not I just, saying that. I'm just objecting to you saying that Dak is the best, but I believe CD so is with that be, So play. with that being he's said... He's sober, America. He's sober, though. He's I'm just, very sober. He's with just, that being said, Dak Prescott has led the Dallas Cowboys, especially when he was on that MVP run, to a lot of victory. That's true. So, That's so true. what I'm saying is we've seen this defense give up 30, then 40. We've seen the Miami Dolphins get the football and drive down the field after Dak Prescott just got it on fourth down and fourth down and threw a dime. Like, no disrespect to Micah, but best player on the Dallas Cowboys is Dak Prescott, and he's making C.D. Lamb's job easy. And C.D. Lamb is having an all-pro year because of Dak Prescott. And I'm sure he will tell you that. But the most consistent player in the NFC at the quarterback spot is Dak Prescott. I'm taking Dak Prescott. Y'all, he's not the best. It's on, it's on y'all. No, he's not the best player he in the Dallas crazy, Cowboys. He's very good. He he's very good. He's having a great season, best season of his career. And, and to correct you, so that you know, CD was all pro this year and all pro last year. Who throwing to him? Last year, Cooper Rush did. <laughs> wow. See, see, there you go. Yo. But what I'm saying is, is Cooper Rush in this offense no. all season? Thank you. No. So that's Yo, all I'm saying. You are correct. Go ahead, George Taylor. It's crazy. <laughs> he did, he did. Who's, who's playing okay, hold on. this year on the Dallas Cowboys? I, 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 CD Lamb. Yeah. CD Lamb's like that, bro. I'm not taking this is why we always him. argue about that because we always got some, someone always got to take it too far. Thank you. He took and, it then way too far. and then everybody has to be like, whoa. Was CD Lamb ever in the MVP conversation? Was Micah? But it's so a quarterback award. MVP, you know what that's about. It's a quarterback award. One dude's all pro, the other one's not. Like, if we were talking the best football player, Yo, and I agree with that. But he ain't never been in it. And we say, okay, can I answer the question? Before she go, you think Dak would ever be all pro? It's a good feeling to be all pro. I don't know. I don't. It'll be very hard for that. But you know who will be all pro? CeeDee Lamb again. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. It is. 
I think Dak's having okay. an unbelievable okay. season. Okay. Like this is, but this is what this is why this happens with Dak. I actually think I, I'm completely torn. I don't really have a strong opinion either way. They have almost identical numbers. We think that Brock Purdy has had this season that's way, way, way better than Dak Prescott. He, they have almost identical numbers. They have he, Purdy has 31 passing touchdowns. Dak Prescott has 32. They have almost the same passer rating, similar passing yards. Purdy's passer rating is a little bit higher, but he has 13 giveaways to Prescott's 10. You look at Purdy's worst games compared to Dak's worst games. I mean, obviously he has that game against the Ravens, which is unexplainable, but they're like the same. They've had essentially the same season. It just looks different because San Francisco is so dominant. But when we're talking about specific players and you're asking me who I trust more, I'm, I'm very torn. I trust Dak a lot. I think he's a very consistent player. Purdy, what I don't trust is if it goes bad, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go bad, bad. Like, mm. we, we're not recovering bad. So you're taking Dak? <sighs> you, could, you could honestly talk me into the way. You can't talk me into being the best player on well, the look, Dallas Cowboys, take, but... Before you take Dak, I want to ask, because you said so similar. One has the number one seed, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that, who is that? Pur- Purdy. Okay. And yeah. the, the next thing is this. When they, when they did play, when they, they did yeah. play, like, yeah. play, you going to play me? Yeah. Well, well, Dak didn't play Purdy. Dak played the San Francisco defense. defense. And, and Purdy. Wait, 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 wait. That's, that's, what, that's what it is. Listen, I'm not. We're not going to say, oh, the matchup is uh, Dak going against the Niners. We ain't doing that. I'm we not going... mad at you saying Purdy. I just don't. I, and I, just, I disagree with both of you. You think it's way more Purdy. I didn't, you think I didn't it's say way no, more. no. I didn't say way more. All I, all I said, I said, he said clearly. I said, Because they asked And I said, when they played each other, though. I hear you. So when you say we trust, I trust a dude that when they played, what happened? Yeah. Not I once. hear you. And I not said it's once. easy. I said it's clearly now, here, easy. Not once, but twice, no, 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 no. I, I, I hear okay. you. Here's, I hear where, you. here's where, James, I disagree, but I think you're objectively wrong. Because you said Prescott's had a, been way more consistent. He's been way more consistent. It's a lie. Because Dak has had multiple bad games, too. Niners game was, his, was Purdy's four-pick Ravens game. Yeah. He had 153 so the, yards, one touchdown, three and three interceptions. with Purdy? And yeah. we was thinking about... We was over here talking about whose fault is it and all no that. Doubt, but Dak it, ain't had no, a, no doubt about like that. that. No, da- Dak's are more sporadic, but you also know Dak had the Buffalo Bills game, where Dak also was very bad. He forgot about that game. So I just, I, it, for you to say easy and no, objectively speaking, it definitely is not. I mean, I have the numbers guy. here. Dak, Dak's, Dak's only game this season with multiple picks was the Niners game. He had 153 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. Yep. And then his game against the Bills, he had 134 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Mm-hmm. You have Brock's game against the Ravens, which obviously no was four picks. Mm-hmm. Against the Browns, he was 12 for 27, 125 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Vikings, 272 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. With the game on the line. And then the Bengals was 365 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. I'm, before you stop, can you, can you go to the Cowboys-Niners game? Because they did, they did play. They play. Yeah. They play. 153 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions I, I for Dak. And, and Birdie's and Birdie, numbers. I don't have Birdie's numbers. But it was really good. Birdie was really good. I'm not, but that's what I'm saying. You can talk me into either one of these guys. They, when, when everything's right for Purdy, it goes great. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he plays at a very, very high level. Dak has probably been more consistent. Yes, Purdy does. has a lower low, statistically. How can you say? I, I, don't, I don't even know that you can say Dak's been more can consistent. Can we get your answer, they both sir? I'm thanking Purdy. But the difference is, I don't think it's easy. I don't, I'm, I'm more so with Joy. I think it's... Yeah, I think I'm it's here. The the reason you Purdy, can talk me in either way. The reason Purdy... Very much so differentiates it. And now I would side with Shady is Dak saw Purdy in the playoffs. Purdy played better. 
Dak saw Purdy this season. Purdy played better. Purdy went to a conference championship game. Purdy's played better. Since Purdy's taken over as a starter, Purdy's been more consistent. So it, everywhere you do want to go, if you do flip the coin, it has to err on the side of it has to err on the side of Purdy. Now, if you want to say that, well, Purdy put all his bad games together, I feel you. I mean, and Purdy did put, he did put two bad games consecutively. Like, he did put those on. I can't argue they with that. They lost three games in a row. And we Correct. But I only, I don't. Last night should have kept the field goal. That's not his fault. That's why I'm saying, like, the Browns game, they could, you, you don't but even the, the thing is, well, okay, so Dak went down there and scored and, we, and the Miami went down there. That ain't Dak's fault. But no, 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 what are we talking I'm not saying it's not his fault, but you said he played bad. I'm not he didn't play well enough to win against, against a third-string quarterback no doubt while, we're, while we're comparing who the quarterbacks are. And I'm with you. Like, I think they're way closer. And when you really look at their numbers, which we, we don't care about numbers they, until we do, they they're be, very similar. They should be close. Dak is a veteran. He's a veteran in his league. He didn't see it at all. All right. No, 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 which means? It's a lot of veterans. Because when Tom Brady does bad, when Tom Brady does bad, he's a rookie. Time out, time out. If, if we all been on TV, you've been on TV for 10 years, I've been on TV for two years, and we close, we shouldn't be close? What's this year for, for Brock Purdy? Second. Second year. Been, hold up. He was the last pick in the draft. How are we close? How are we close, though? How, it, how is it? A, 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 but hold on for a second. Let's think about what I'm telling you. You've been, you playing the league for yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Think about this, though. Some guy coming to the league in his second year, though. Yeah. Last pick in the draft, and I've been a star for all these years, yeah. playing with a good team. Yeah. And we close? But, Shady, we're talking. We close? But first off, we're talking Boy, this year, though. We're not talking career. We're talking this year. And then when year. we play, Brock Purdy did we'll, better than Mahomes and then, this year. And you going to take Mahomes and, over uh, Purdy over Mahomes? I don't do that playing. But with, I'm just saying, I don't that's play what them, it is I don't, I don't this play with them names like that. I don't play with them. But that's what it is no, this year. Not, I'm going to let you play names. But I'm going to say this. The crazy thing is when we play each other, though, that's the thing I don't understand. Y'all are missing, right? If you better me, I'm better than you. I don't know who's better. So let's just find out. Mm-hmm. And when we play each other, you know what's yeah. popping with me, right? You're going to lose and I'm going to win. So Josh Hold Allen. On. I'm going to play better than you're going to play. But, but Wait, stop going to all these other places. Stay here in Fox. Stay here in L.A. <laughs> you're going to Buffalo. You're going to Kansas City. Bruh. Stay right here with me, please. Yeah. When we play each other, big man, yes. I'm going to beat you and I'm going to play better than you. Every time, right? But, but this right, is, or, right or right well, or no. Hold on real quick because you're wrong because. Tell me where I'm wrong. Purdy has lost a lot of games this year. Does that mean the quarterback on the other side is better than no That's man. all I'm saying, but, though. But to be... We to going be, all, you going all over the place. You back in uh, to Pins, be fair, uh, Pennsylvania, but, but wherever But to be fair, James, to answer your point, the games that Purdy lost, the quarterback on the other side was better. <coughs> when Purdy lost to Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow was better. When Purdy lost to Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson was better. When Purdy lost to the Browns, now the Browns quarterback, now the Browns quarterback, they turned the ball over. But again, we don't have to count the missed 42 Cousins yard was field goal. When he lost to the Vikings. On that so day, of course said. he was. Of course, it, objectively. So now you're going on that day. Well, you said when he played those quarterbacks who were better. We're yeah. mo- we moving around so a lot. If you lose the game, obviously that quarterback is better that day. No, because the Browns quarterback wasn't better than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy just lost the game. But he didn't win. <laughs> Why can't we stick? Like, he, he wasn't better enough throughout the game to win the game. Uh, Why can't we stick to when we play? See, like, we'll have, I hear you, we'll have, we'll have to do it. I See, hear you. We, 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 we Dak some also, time. Dak always loses to the Niners. Brock Purdy don't got to be there. But he was there. Like, okay. He was and there. I hear, but I and when hear we, you. Every time I played you, think about this for a second, though. If we play the same sport, Joy, and every time I see you, you know what time it is. Right. Well, I'm not play, arguing. Like, like, I don't know if you game or not, but if I can just predict the future. All right, when the Cowboys play the Niners, Brock Purdy's going to outdo that Prescott. They're going to win the game every time. That's what's happening. So, so, yeah, so I, I, I don't, I don't disagree. All I'm saying is, and I, where I disagree with James is, I don't think Dak is way better. 
I just think they're closer than we are really thinking. Like, we're just disregarding Brock Purdy's bad play. Like, Brock Purdy's bad play doesn't matter. It is irrelevant. It is not applicable at all, even though he he plays really bad when he plays bad. So does Dak. Right. Okay, so then and they're it, closer than we think. So if they are close, what's the deciding factor? Usually, whatever you say, feel. Dak has been more consistent. So we usually say head to head. Uh, head to head, fine. So out. head to head, I would pick Purdy, but you didn't ask me that. On, you asked man. me, is is Dak the most trustworthy? That's what you did ask, and and we're gonna sit here and say so. so every and, quarterback. What's the question? We in court. Oh, that plays head-to-head against a quarterback, if they lose, they more trustworthy? That's what y'all telling me. No, but if, if it's close. No, that is what y'all say. If it's close. You just said, <laughs> okay. if it's 50-50, if it's and we have okay. to decide So this exactly. year, Josh Allen better than Patty, because when they played, they beat him. So, so that's what I'm saying. You can't do that. You got to go over consistent. Pat beats on, on Josh, though. But, on, so now you're going other games now. <laughs> you just act, wait. Because I'm just saying, you guys are strictly saying the head-to-head this year, that's why you take it. Let me tell you what I'm saying so you don't have to guess or assume, right? You only got to guess. I'm listening to you. Listen to this. I am. (laughs) When Brock Purdy, he's only been in the league for two years, you know, your first year, your second year, you're going to have four-game picks. Mm -hmm. First game, first year, second year, you're going to have a couple fumbles. I've been there. I've done that, right? You get better, you get better, you get better. You don't have all that. Anyway, when you play me and I play you, right, and every time we do this little game... You know the outcome. We don't got to guess. Yeah. We don't got to assume. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. I'm going to win, and I'm going to outplay you. Okay. So my question to you is, uh-huh. when we have this question about who you trust more, <laughs> well, I'm trusting the dude yeah. that always beats yeah. me. Yeah. I'm trusting the guy that always plays better than me. That's yeah. all I'm saying. But it's just crazy to me because is it? I keep receipts from, from everybody up you here. Keep and receipts. you're telling me, stay in L.A., but y'all don't always stay in L.A. You guys are just up here saying that you trusted Purdy more than Lamar Jackson, and I'm trying to scream resume and all that for Lamar. And y'all like, this season, this is what, that's what y'all telling me. And then they stepped on the field, and that's what happened. And now you guys are telling me it's Purdy because they won a head-to-head. It's a lot. Exactly. They want to hit, but it's a lot of quarterbacks in the league that you would trust more than the other quarterback, even if they lost to them head to head this season. They so That's all I'm saying. I think they're so close. Would you say that they're so close? I would. I would say they're so close. But I would also say, outside of outliers, the quarterback that wins head to head, I probably do trust them more. Outside of outliers, but because they are so close, to me, the differentiating fact, at least, do you admit, it's not easy. Like, because you did say easily we, a little bit. Yeah. 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 That's all I have. And the producer, I can't doubt. Let me hang it. It's not easy. The producer said, I got to let the world know, right, before we leave for break. <laughs> it might not be easy. <laughs> okay. He said, listen, America, right, we got great ratings. James was joking about Dak no, being not. the best cowboy. No, he was just playing. No, I'm not. He was just joking. He was just joking. Hold on real quick. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys go to the Super Bowl this year without Dak Prescott? That, you know, that, no, 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 chances. Come on, man. Chances of going. No, no, no. Do you no, think no, they no, have no, the record they no, have without Dak no, Prescott? I don't think no. no. So what are we talking That's about? Every team don't have a starting quarterback. What are we? That's so you're going to tell me Dak Prescott is the most valuable to the Cowboys, but not the best. And that's where, and then we're done. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Every quarterback is the most valuable to the team. Question. Time out. Let's just do, let's just stick with the quarterbacks we're talking about. Is Brock Purdy... There's no way they're in a situation without Brock Purdy. Is Brock Purdy the best player on the 49ers? They ain't in this position without That's him. not what I no, said, James. They're not. They're not. Okay. <laughs> there we go.
Now we can go. Coming up, speaking of quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, he is trying to prove that he's the franchise quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. But before the season, they were talking about moving off of him. They have the number four overall pick in the most stacked quarterback draft class of probably the last two decades. Come back to find out if Kyler has proved he belongs for a long time. Next on Speak. This next box should be calm. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Kyler Murray, he helped lead the Cardinals to the biggest upset of the week, beating the Eagles. Family, we're in third and longest, our third topic of the day. Got to go the distance on this one. So Kyler Murray trying to prove he's a franchise quarterback. Remember, the Cardinals have the fourth pick in the draft right now, but head coach Jonathan Gannon said earlier this week, there's no doubt, no doubt Kyler is their guy. Take those words lightly. Remember, the Arizona Cardinals started the season with Colt McCoy. He was their guy. (laughs) Then they moved on to Josh Dobbs, a quarterback. He was their guy. Then they moved off of Josh Dobbs for Kyler Murray. He's their guy. So please do not listen when a head coach says, at least not in Arizona, (laughs) that you are their (laughs) guy. Let's let the game do more talking than a coach ever can. Shady McCoy, Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals, they got the fourth overall pick. He started the season hurt. A lot of controversy last year when Cliff Kingsbury was his head coach. He's a former number one overall pick, former Heisman winner. He is a highly heralded quarterback, but he hasn't accomplished enough in Arizona as of yet. Has he proved he's a franchise quarterback? Should he be the Cardinals quarterback of the future? That's a tough question, right? Because I think he is talented, and I think you drafted him so high for a reason, right? And then you give him $157 million of guaranteed money, right? So you ask me, is he a franchise quarterback? It looks like they already assume he is. But then when you kind of watch what he's done, the results, the wins, the playoffs, it's not there. So I, I can't really answer a question to say he is. I, I'm going to say no. I need to see more from, from Kyler Murray, right? I, I think since he's been back, he's probably been an average, a little above average, um, you know, off the knee injury, you know, but that's, that's still coming back. So we don't know what that looks like, but... I just think that for this team, man, there's so many different ways you can go, right? I think it's a deep quarterback draft, and, and it looks like the Cardinals are back again. We'll be drafting high once again. So maybe get, go up there and try to trade and, and, and get another quarterback you want if it's cheaper, right? And they do could start filling out the, 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 um, the team because now your quarterback's not making this crazy amount of money. Or you keep them, right? Maybe you try to just draft certain players and, and see what happens. But... This is a tough one. I just don't, I just don't think he does, he's done enough to say he's a franchise quarterback. When I think of a franchise quarterback, I think of a, a, a guy that can change my franchise. I think a guy that no matter who's out there, we still have a shot. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, we keep talking about him and, and how great he is and all that, but it's like the Bills are really, really banged up. But we think he's that good of a franchise quarterback that he can change things. So I don't see it in Kyler Murray. Maybe you guys do. <sighs> it's tough. It's tough because the money is a lot. If they trade him, they'll have about $46.2 million in dead cap money. Doesn't make it impossible. Doesn't make it impossible. That's a big, big number. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan's $40 million in dead cap. Aaron Rodgers, when they traded him, was $40 million in dead cap. Carson Wentz was $33.8 million in dead cap. I think we've learned that no, no contract is immovable. But, <clears throat> man, yeah. the Cardinals have a lot of space to fill on that roster. There we go. 
The quarterback, to me, is the least of their concerns. Mm -hmm. They need some talent. They need to fill out that roster. They have the 26th total defense, 31st scoring defense. That's, that's bad. It's not a good defense. It's hard for no, any quarterback of any talent 31, level. 31, you say? 31. 31 defense. There's 32 teams. Okay, yeah, 32. Yeah, so that's bad. Yeah. They, they need to fill out their roster. So, to me, the quarterback, obviously you're in a position where you could get mm -hmm. maybe the third best quarterback in the draft. Is that better than Kyler Murray? Are they going to be better in their rookie year than Kyler Murray? Can you move out of that spot, get more picks? Yeah. Like, they just they have so much on their roster they need to worry about that whether Kyler Murray is necessarily a franchise quarterback or not, I think he's talented enough that he can elevate a roster with more talent on it than this roster. I agree. I think Kyler Murray's a franchise quarterback, and I listen to a lot of you guys up here, even when we do disagree. You know what I mean? I still love y'all. But you made a really good point. Who, what other quarterbacks, well, you, James. What other quarterbacks can take this Buffalo Bills team banged up to where Josh has them? And I kind of look at that with Kyler Murray. They started off 1-8, and eight, 16 points per game, 280 yards per game, right? 12 giveaways, 127 rushes yards. We can't name a lot of players on the Cardinals. Right. Kyler steps in there. It's 22 points a game. They three and four. Right. 350 yards a game. 145 rushing six giveaways. That's a franchise quarterback to me coming in there on a bad roster and finding ways to help your team win football games. You have a s franchise quarterback on this side build around him. You got an all-pro player, Pro Bowl player, and Buda Baker, try to build around them. Those are your two pieces that you try to build around to help your defense go from 31 to at least 15 and get some players around your quarterback. But I believe Kyler Murray's a franchise. But player. even that, just go back to when he was healthy, right? And you did have a number one receiver mm -hmm. and DeAndre Hopkins. He balled. But I'm saying, like, I remember this tape where like, yo, yeah. yo, one, what you looking at? No doubt. Yo, 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 Kyler, I'm open. What's, what you, you seeing some, I don't see. Like, when you had that, you start seeing... What's really going on here? Do you see how players saying, well, yo, he don't study as, as hard as he's supposed to study. All that's he's playing video. No so problem. my thing is, when I'm my, my franchise boy? Yeah. My franchise? A lot of questions. Lot of I don't want him doing that. A lot of questions. Well, there's no greater compliment an athlete can pay a daily television show than taking time out of their schedule to join one. Next up, not just any athlete, Miles Garrett, a front runner mm. for Defensive Player of the Year. He stops by to join Speak and Speak himself. The best or one of the best players in football joins us for an invaluable conversation after this commercial break. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Family is the highlight of the show, joined now by a man who was just named to his fifth Pro Bowl, one of the best defensive players in football. He literally needs no introduction. Turn your volumes up, kick back in your chairs for this one. Miles Garrett, what's the word? How you feeling, big dog? I'm doing great. Appreciate the introduction, Mr. Acho. <laughs> no question, family. Question for you, however. This has been the most controversial season roster-wise of your Cleveland Browns career. Starting quarterback gets hurt. Tackle gets hurt. Starting safety gets hurt. Guard gets hurt. Running back gets hurt. But somehow, some way, you are still leading and helping lead your team to the playoffs. Take me through just the ups and downs of the season, if you will. 
I mean, that's only the half of it. You know, we've had both our tackles get hurt. You know, like you said, star quarterback, star running back. We've had, you know, multiple defensive uh, players, defensive linemen get hurt. You know, Bobo trying to come back. And uh, we, we weathered the storm. You know, we're, this, we're going on our fourth quarterback and, you know, likely to field our fifth, you know, this, this weekend. And we've been, you know, we've been resilient. We faced that adversity uh, and, uh, you know, went head on with it. You know, at the, at the end of the day, we're not going, why us? You know, we're, we're doing it because, you know, we know that we can handle it. You know, we know that, you know, we still have a lot of big goals and, and uh, you know, something at the, the end of the day to, to play for. And uh, that keeps on driving us with, with definitely with the, the chemistry we have in this room. And, uh, you know, a heck of a, uh, a defensive coordinator and uh, head coach who, who keep on driving us. Miles, I feel like no better play demonstrates how great you are than the play I want every viewer to see and I want you to rewatch. I've never seen an offense treat a defender like this. It's the Tennessee Titans. I got you in the orange circle. I got two Titans players are shadowing you. I see the smile on your face because you know what happens. Quite literally, you draw a delay of game penalty on the offense. I've never seen anything like this in my life That's where wild. two offensive players <laughs> move according to a defensive player. Again, audience at home, this this is not normal. This is freakazoid type stuff. Miles, there's a difference between being respected and being feared. I believe you are respected. This play showed me that you are feared. When you lined up and when this occurred, what went through your mind? And is that when you realized, yo, I'm about as bad as they get in a game of football? Uh, I think that probably confirmed it. You know, that <laughs> if, if there's a if there, there's a one out there who, who they might think is a, a badass, well, on, on that day, that was me. And you know, we, were, we were getting after him, and, and we were having a good game. But uh, I think it was, you know, I had a sack earlier in the game, and I had beat, you know, the, the tight end and, and the tackle. And he was like, all right, we'll just send two his way. And, we, you know, me and Schwartz and you know, me and the line man talked about it, about, uh, you know, me moving around, not allowing them to, you know, get a beat on me. And so once I saw them kind of come out the huddle and, and, and look at me and look my way, and I kind of felt like they were following me. And I just decided to play the cat and mouse game. But no, it's only you know, by the, the grace of God and you know, the, the teammates and the coaches that I have that you know, I could be put in position like this because there's no way I, I could just do this by myself because those guys are balling out as well. Miles, there's a guy in your division, Lamar Jackson, who's obviously having an incredible season. But in my opinion, the defensive player of the year race has been really interesting. And this year has been the story of defense to me. So many teams are winning because of their defense. Your team's tone is set because of your defense and particularly you. So why should you be the defensive player of the year? Mind you, Acho's voter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, it's been a real defensive year. Uh, I think there's been a slight drop off on offensive efficiency and uh, production. And I okay. uh, think defensive have, have uh, you no know, figure something out as far as you no know, you no know, uh, applying pressure to um, quarterbacks, getting them off their spot um, and getting them uh, out of their rhythm. And, and right now, I think there's a better team at doing that than than us. Not only like on the stat sheet, but you know, keeping them pressured, you know, taking them out of their original game plan, making them use up a, a tight end or two tight ends, making them change their entire uh, you know scheme so they can block uh, myself or you no know, Zedarius and uh, you know sliding the whole line. You know, Using a, using a chip or having the guard come. You know, they're having to do you know, pretty much everything to, to stop uh, what we're doing uh, up front right now. And our defense is doing it at the highest level, and there's, there's no one better right now. And you know, leading us at the moment is me. And I, I hope to for a long time. And 
I think you know with with what I put on tape, I'll let that speak for itself. But true. You know, there's there's no one who's who's lined up in front of me who I think one on one is is going to get the better. And at the moment, they they don't want to you know, line up anyone one on one with me. Miles Garrett, my guy, I've been uh, following for a long time, playing against you, uh, being on them meetings. We're trying to double team you and chip block you. So you've been a beast then, and you're a beast now. But I want to ask you this. So Aaron Donald's one of my good good friends, and we always talk about how the MVP you know, award is strictly a quarterbacks. You know, there's times where AD had 22, ta- or 22 sacks in a three technique. There's guys like you, there's guys like TJ Watt, who offense is struggling, and y'all, y'all getting sacks, sack fumbles, scoring picks, games that they need to get win for you, you win the game for them. Can you please explain to me, what's the deal with the MVP? Because guys like y'all, y'all should be winning it. We should at least, you know, have our name in the ballot. But at the end of the day, you know, the NFL is for scoring points and, you know, the excitement and, you know, defensive football, uh, taking the ball away, uh, putting quarterbacks on the ground. That's not exciting. No no one wants to watch a, a game at the end of the year with, you know, two backup quarterbacks because, uh, you know, two DNs just went crazy all year. You know, that's that's not what the that's not what the, the, the viewers want to see anymore. So it's a matter of you know what what appeals to the masses and uh, right now that's that's scoring points and, and uh you know putting up big numbers. And you know there's no one better at that than a man who has a ball in his hands at all times. And you know credit to those guys. I mean they there've been some fantastic you know quarterback years recently and uh you know right now Joe Flacco's having a hell of a year for us. Miles, what's going on? So, uh, in the offseason, you don't just train for football. You play a little basketball. I'm probably the best basketball player up here, no disrespect. But we got a dude up here in Shady McCoy that, you know, think he got a jump shot, think he got a little hoop. You know what I mean? I don't know if we got his highlights or whatnot. But Miles he, heard that, man. I heard that before about my game. <laughs> he think he a little baller. We got you in the offseason getting buckets, dunking, and all that. So, my question to you is, one-on-one, to five, you are Shady. Without a doubt, me. <laughs> Hold on. You Hold see on. Young Shady right yeah, here you in see the that? bucket? Bob, give me that. Look, and that was on Drew Holiday, so you know that. That was Drew Holiday defense. You, know, you see the little cross between the legs, little dribble, hezzy. You know what, you know what I seen right there? You, there was no lateral movement. You didn't, you weren't trying to go nowhere. You were like, I'm going to sit in my spot. He sit back, I'm going to take my shot. I'm going to make you move. I want to see if you still got them, them, them little, you know, Shimmy shakes you used to have. So if you can move like that, you, we, we might have some competition. But if you just stand in the spot shooting, oh, you see how I do that right there. <laughs> hey, wait, is it, quick question, James, since you asked that, is it like um, no back down, right? Pause, no, 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 in the post. <laughs> no, if he don't put me in the post. That might, be so that might be his game, though. If he don't put me in the post. You go back down. There, no back down no necessary. Back down. Oh, oh, no oh, back down. Rule. I, know, I know what he makes, I'm banned. <laughs> Miles, you gonna have our entire show on the IR. <laughs> Come coming in here on crutches. I'm gonna blame you. Uh, talk to us about Kevin Stefanski this year, because there's been some teams that have gone through a lot, and your team is one of them. And he's done a really impressive job. What is he like? What has his tone been this year? How has he kept everything together through, which is has been a really trying year for you guys? Uh, he hasn't flinched. Uh... One one minute, one second, you know, through all the uh, the ups and downs, you know, he's been even killed. He's been calm, composed, and that's, uh, that's how we need this team to be. 
And, uh, you know, he's been a perfect example of a, a leader and a great head coach as far as, you know, keeping everybody on the on the right path, not allowing us to get too high with the with the wins or too low with the, the losses and the, the injuries. You know, he's been he's been uh, uh, you know, very vocal and, you know, allowing guys to be themselves, but, you know, coming together and you know, making sure that we all feel like we have a, a voice as well. And, to, and not only what we want to you know, do during the week, but how we execute during the game, you know, pumping up guys on the sideline. You know, there's I, I sometimes like I, I like I look at him different because, you know, it seems like he's he's grown. He's evolved. He's adapted as this mm. year has gone by. And that's that kind of, you know, uh, maturity, seeing him continue to you know develop. It's like, you know, no matter what phase of your life or phase of the game you've, you've gone to, you know, there's still room to grow and still room to improve. And he, he's shown that. What kind of belief has Joe Flacco instilled mm. in this mm. team? He's a Super Bowl winner, MVP, 11 touchdowns, no interceptions en route to winning his Super Bowl in a division that you know all too well. You're nodding your head as I even mentioned the name Joe Flacco. Talk to me about what kind of belief Joe Flacco has given you along with all of your other teammates. I mean, he's giving me grief on, on other teams, so it's, you know, it's a little bit different having him you know, the shoe on the other foot, but uh, this guy, he comes in and not only looking like Stefanski, but like having that same kind of <laughs> demeanor where it's like, you know, nothing, nothing changes, you know, his attitude towards the game. He's still going to attack it the same, same way Whether I just scored a touchdown or, you know, I just, I just tossed one to the team. You no, know, God forbid that happens, but it does. And you no, know, he, he just, he's just so, so relaxed and collected and he makes the offense feel that way. Every time he comes into the huddle, allowing them, no, to no everyone having their personalities, but to look to him as that that focal point that's that's uh, centered and, and going to be a soundboard for what they need, and and it's been it's been working for us. Hey, I got two last questions for you. Right, one is I had a chance to go to the Philadelphia Eagles training camp. They were they were going against the Colts, and all my old guys, Lane Johnson, Kel, Jason Kelsey, we just talking. They were like, "Yo, you miss Miles Garrett." We had to go get him. He said, yo, he's still the real deal. I just want to ask you, my first question is, what makes you so different from the other pass rushers like a T.J. Watt or like a Michael Parsons? What makes you so much different than them? I mean, yeah, it was. Other than being a little bit taller than Micah, you know, he's he's a special character. I mean, T.J. is also special in his own way, you know, being as dynamic as he is and uh, you know, affecting the game in different ways. Now, me and Micah are our physical freaks who've you know worked on our, our fundamentals, uh, you know, to a point where you know it's matched our athletic ability. But I think at the end of the day, it's, you know, it goes down to you know knowing the game and you know my relentless effort. You now I'm, I'm not going to allow you know two, three guys just to get the the better of me. And whether the, you know my my time comes in in the third quarter, the fourth quarter, you know the the, the bell's going to keep on ringing. I'm going to keep on you know, standing up out of my corner. And no, I don't think there's one one way you can you can beat me. You're not just gonna say, "Oh, we're gonna line this guy up here and there." No, I'm I'm gonna move to the other side. I'm gonna mm. move to the guard. I can take the the center. I can I can cross up your center in a football game. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm hitting you no know, spins. There's not a move that's that's not in the arsenal. And uh, no, I feel like you know, all it takes is one to get you no know, the, the my guys pumped up and make that impacting play, but teams will do everything in their power to make sure that doesn't happen because they know once you no, know, it gets hot for me, that's the end of the game. 
Finish this sentence for me. Mm. The best pass rusher the NFL is... Miles Garrett. <laughs> Drop the mic, period. <laughs> hey, last, last one for you before we let you go. Um, 2017 Eagles, I felt like they were a team of destiny. Bunch of players got hurt. Jason Peters hurt. Darren Sproles hurt. Linebacker Jordan Hicks hurt. Quarterback Carson Wentz hurt. Defensive coordinator was a man by the name of Jim Schwartz. 2023 Browns, I feel like, too, is a team of destiny. Defensive coordinator, a man by the name of Jim Schwartz. Quarterback Deshaun Watson, hurt. Tackle, hurt. Other tackle, hurt. Nick Chubb, hurt. Rodney McLeod, hurt. Do you feel like this Browns team is a team of Super Bowl destiny? Mm. I don't go too far into using the word destiny or manifesting destiny, but... uh, the end of the day, you know, it's kind of eerily similar, you know, with having the same same coach who was on that team, you know, being here, and uh, you know, he's definitely you know brought it up a couple of times, you know, the kind of similarities and mm. and the injuries, but not only that, but the the mindset and how we uh, attack every day. I'm I'm relenting, you know, towards you know everything that that's faced us, and uh, you know, he's like that that'll carry your father than any scheme I draw up or uh, any one of us, that, that collective mindset that nothing's going to stop us because we've, we've been through everything, we face down everything, that is, is what will we'll take us to the Super Bowl. Special, special, special. You're a special player, big dog. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for taking the time out. When we return, we got ahead of ourselves. But, Miles, you the man. Best of luck the rest of the season. When we return, the Dolphins, they're in the playoffs, just like the Browns and Miles Garrett are already in the playoffs. But what is at stake for Tua on Sunday? That is next. Shout out to you, Miles. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are in overtime. The Dolphins, they will clinch the AFC East with a win over the division rival Bills on Sunday night. This would be Tua Tungavailoa's first career division title. But the huge obstacle in the way are the Buffalo Bills. And that is a major obstacle as the Bills have owned the division as of late. Bringing us on camera, Joy, you know far too well the Miami Dolphins and their fan base. You lived in Miami. How disappointing would a loss be for Tua? Yeah, it'll be disappointing. You're at home. You got to win this one. You have an opportunity to win the division. You got a three-game lead in the division at one point. You want home field advantage going into the playoffs. You want good momentum going into the playoffs. You don't want these conversations all week to be about, oh, they only beat one good team. They can't take down the Bills. It's always the Bills. You lost to the Bills earlier. No. Go on and get this win. Shut that talk down. Win the division. Go into the postseason with some momentum, mm-hmm. some good feelings. And it's perf- you're perfectly capable of doing it. If they win, they get the two seed. They're the AFC East champs, and they host the seven seed. That's what you want. Mm. That's how we want to go out. 
It would be very disappointing otherwise. It doesn't mean the season's over. It doesn't mean that he won't have the opportunity to redeem himself depending on how things go in the postseason. But for that moment and going into the postseason, it's going to have a very different energy. Yeah, nothing could be worse. Nothing could be worse in the regular season than the Dolphins losing to the Bills and losing the division. At week 13, the Buffalo Bills were 6-6 six and six and the Miami Dolphins were 9-3. and three. With five weeks left in football, the Miami Dolphins had a three-game lead over the Buffalo Bills. How in the world, five weeks later, can the Buffalo Bills have won the division? There will be nothing more disappointing than the Dolphins losing the division because if you cannot beat the Bills when you have a three-game lead with five weeks left, when can you ever beat the Bills Mm. in a divisional race? Shady, you and James have talked a lot about playing one-on-one basketball. If y'all play to eight, and Shady, you spot James five points, and you still come back and beat him. He can't never beat you. James, if y'all play to 11. No, 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 we, we good. <laughs> we, we get the picture. And you spot Shady five points, yeah. and he still can't yeah. beat you. He will never be able to beat you. I think of it very simply translating sports because we talk all of them on this show. Basketball, last year, Los Angeles Lakers, Denver Nuggets, Western Conference Finals. The Lakers couldn't beat the Nuggets when AD dropped 40 and 10. Lakers couldn't beat the Nuggets when Braun had 30 and a half. Lakers couldn't beat the Nuggets when they was up by 20. Lakers couldn't beat the Nuggets when they were down by 20. There was never a world when the Lakers could beat the Nuggets because ultimately they just weren't better than the Nuggets. Right now, the Buffalo Bills have beaten the Miami Dolphins in nine of their last ten games. Mm. Tua Tungabailoa has lost to the Buffalo Bills in five of his last six games. So Josh Allen has a 90% winning percentage versus the Miami Dolphins, and Tua Tungabailoa has a 16.6% winning percentage versus the Buffalo Bills. Mm. If you can't win now in the division, when can you ever win the division, James Jones? Man, that's very true, you know, because it's a reason why even in basketball terms, if you're up 3-0 and the team come back and wins, very, very small chance, right? You get praised really, really high. This will be disappointing, right? Number one it will be disappointing is because you're trying to be one of the highest-paid quarterbacks that I am that dude in Tua. You had a three-game lean on Josh Allen where we were ready to bury Josh Allen in the Buffalo Bills, especially me for not playing well sitting there at 6-6. and Now you have an opportunity to lose this division. But not only that, you lost to Lamar. You lost to Pat. That means you will lose to Josh twice. Memo, memo, all them in the AFC. Mm. So if you do or when you do get this money, You got to beat them in the regular season. Mm -hmm. You got to beat them in the postseason. And we ain't even added in JoJo Burrow, who has been hurt. So if you don't win this division, being that and having a three-game lead and you find a way to lose this, why am I confident that you are my quarterback for the future to beat these dudes consistently? I'm not. So this will be a big disappointment because this will be big for him to have on his resume when he goes up there for contract negotiations. I won the division. This will be big. If he loses this game, it's bad, bad. I'm super disappointed. You just talked about all the reasons of of having that lead, right, and giving it up. And look at the the rosters. When you look at the, the, the Dolphins roster, that's a good roster. Coach very well, a lot of talent, a lot of speed. You go to the Bills, they're, they're banged up. A lot of them dudes is reserve players, and they still on his winning streak. So, Tua, if you want to get paid, and we always talk about, like, Tyreek Hill, he's this and that and the third, and we always want to give Tua some of that credit. Well, listen, man, if you don't win this game, we got to take some of that credit away. Mm. And more of that credit goes to Tyreek Hill. Let me ask you, Shady, because obviously Dolphins fans right now are watching and saying, well, Bradley Chubb is yeah. hurt. Well, Jalen Phillips mm-hmm. is hurt. Mm. Well, four of our starting That's offensive linemen is hurt. Yeah. Well, Echan has been hurt. Waddle, he's been hurt. Most. Tyreek Hill, he missed some games. Mostert, he missed a game. Does that? Does Tua get that grace or at the end of the nah, day? You know, I, I, uh, you name one all-pro out of there? 
Yeah, I mean, most it'll probably be all pro this year. Second team, 21 touchdowns. Yeah, nah. Javon Howard may have been all pro. He had 10 picks a year. He may have been all pro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point, actually, man. But they're at home, right? And I think one thing about playing at home and playing in, in Miami, I mean, I hate, I used to love playing Miami, but I hate it because they got this little cheat code they do where the sun is always against you. When are you going to blame the sun? Third quarter, you're like, bro, you tired? I'm God, God, tired. God made the sun. You blaming, you blaming God? No, but, I said, but the way they, they uh, if you don't know, you're a you a mind, you a mind, you know this. What you talking about? They got the little setup. <laughs> Third quarter, you're like, bro, no, same quarter. Man, you, your hammy's tight. Anybody tell you to be out all night? I mean, it's the same thing with that the Southeast Bills. flu hits different when the sun on you. But in the Bills, they get the advantage when they play. It's cold. The ground's hard. They don't want them boys. Miami don't want to get on that don't field. Want to so I'm saying that they got the advantage. They're at home, and I do think that. I said right now today, even though the Bills are, are hotter, uh, we can all say that we think the Miami Dolphins team mm, is better. It's close. It's close. I don't I, know. I got a question for you. If I had to take. Pick a team. I'd rather have the Dolphins. I got a, I got a question for you because earlier you said J- Josh gets a pass because of the injuries. Mm-hmm. And you just said that Tua wouldn't. No, 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 no. I did not say that. I just said that's a great question. And I said I will give him a pass. Only thing is they are at home. That makes a difference. I just, did you not? I, I heard you. <laughs> what did you? I, I need to talk to your second grade teacher. You just gonna be listening. <laughs> Y'all both gotta hear the tease because when we return, CJ Stroud, D'Amico Ryan, they have shot the world with their performances this year, but the job's not done. It's win and you're in. Texans, Colts, biggest game of CJ Stroud's professional career, and you could probably say his football career because this comes down to playoff football. It's ain't college no more. How much pressure on Stroud? Next on speed. Job's finished. We're in a hurry-up offense. It's maybe the best story in the NFL all season. The story of C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, and the Texans. D'Amico Ryans, rookie head coach. C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback. Well, they are one game away from really shocking the entire sports world and making it to the playoffs. Now, I think there is an immense amount of pressure on C.J. Stroud in this moment because rookie quarterbacks rarely have the opportunity to make the playoffs. And rookie quarterbacks who make the playoffs forever, that is a part of their legacy. Whether you think about the fact that Ben Roethlisberger did it or or Joe Flacco did it or we think about how Russell Wilson did it, Mark Sanchez, these are their claims to fame. For some quarterbacks, their highest highs was that rookie season making the playoffs. Obviously, Robert Griffin, his high high was his rookie season making the playoffs. You never know if that's going to be your peak, if that's going to be your floor. Dak Prescott, his highest high was his rookie year. MVP vote, 13-3, and made the playoffs, won the division. So the reason... I think there's an immense amount of pressure to five on C.J. Stroud in this ball game is because this is the beginning, but you can only cement this by making the playoffs. Otherwise, it was a nice season. It was a cute season, but it was a season that ultimately amounted to nothing. There is truly no difference in reality between this season, if you don't make the playoffs, and the season that the Carolina Panthers had. Now, obviously, there will be a lot more hope, a lot more promise, a lot more well wishes, and a lot more positive thoughts, but you will be at home in Cancun like the rest of the teams that don't make it. How much pressure on C.J. Stroud in your mind this Sunday must win game? Mm, I think it's a lot for a lot of different reasons. One is because think about the narrative, right? This team won three games last year. You go out here and you draft not the first uh, quarterback, the second, right? And he comes in there and he changes the franchise. And if they win this game against the playoffs, just imagine the narrative they're going to create from C.J. Stroud. Yo, the savior, he's this, he's that. They get rid of Deshaun Watson. C.J. Stroud comes in there and now we're looking better than ever. But if he don't get that, We'll say he had a really good rookie season. Really That's good it. Really good I think for him, if he wins this game, bro, that would be so special because now you start making a different narr- narratives about how good he is and what he's done for this league and for his team. 
Yeah, it, you ever got a blind date, so you have no expectations at all? I've never did that. Oh, okay. You don't, and I, and I, don't live on the edge like that. I, I hate them shows, too. I don't like them shows. No? I need to see what so shit. So you have no expectations. You show up like, oh. Yeah. Kind of cute. Okay. Oh, you been the one? <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Not all the time. Every once in a while, you got to live on the edge. The point is, I'll take that kind of cute. <laughs> I'll take that kind of cute. What happened to the guy that uh, got drafted ahead of him? They were so bad, they got another team the number one overall pick. Mm. So, no, it won't be a cute season. It will be a wild success. They had the second overall pick and a third overall pick. Mm. And you in a position at the end of the season to play into the playoffs? You're in the same position as uh, Josh Allen. Mm. I'll take that rookie year. There were no expectations, not just for C.J. Stroud, but for Jamico Ryans. If they just stabilized the organization, it would have been a win. So I'm not advocating that they shouldn't try to win this game. They should. It would be much better. But in talking about pressure... It ain't no pressure in the situation. They've already wildly overachieved, in my opinion, and they, have, they are set up for success for a really long time. It should yeah, feel great there. I, I agree with Joy on this side of the table. No expectations, no pressure. Right? You guys are playing with house's money. Win or lose this game, D'Amico Ryan's going to be up for coach of the year. Win or lose this game, he is going to walk away with rookie of the year. So for me, there's no pressure. As a player, you want to go out there and play at a very, very high level. You do. I understand that. But when you talk about pressure from us and the media and everybody around, there's no pressure. This is a very, very successful season for C.J. Stroud and for D'Amico Ryans and the Houston Texans. Win or lose this football game. Lady, <laughs> <laughs> you're a child. Hey, Asha. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on real quick. He called him Mr. Emmanuel, though. Mr. Emmanuel. Oh, I was wild. He didn't hit me with the death, bro. Oh, you think you? Yeah, my, he didn't hit me with the death. Bro. Oh, you think you are? Like... I, I read professional. I Whoa. I'm going to curse. When we return, Lamar Jackson got some extra help in his offensive backfield. A four-time pro bowler is joining the Baltimore Ravens. Come back to find out who that name is and how big an impact that will be on the Super Bowl favorites. Next time. 2-5, Dalvin Cook, running back, four-time Pro Bowler, four straight 1,000-yard seasons. He signed with the Ravens. Ravens are already favorites to win the Super Bowl, and now they have even more help as the Ravens have two and a half weeks to get ready for their first playoff game. You are the resident all-decade running back on this set. That's true. Yeah. Let us know how good he is. You know, I, I will say this. I think it's a great matchup for him. They got they run the ball surely well. You got Lamar Jackson. They got to watch out for that. And also, they got the pounders. They got the big guys in there. They need the speed. They got the speed they need. Going to pause that. Or... Pause. Oh. Shady, what is uh, your biggest career like accomplishment? Because I say Eagles all-time rushing leader, then you get mad. And I say all decade. Hey, man, this smiling, this would take all day to talk about my accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what's your favorite? Off camera, what, man. Who do you think you're talking to? That Prescott? I got a lot of accomplishments I can talk about. What's your favorite one, Shady? Is it all decade? I think it'd be some all decade, all pro. Super Bowls. It could be a lot of things, you know. I don't know. Let me think about it. It's Working a lot. On speed. It's a lot. Tomorrow I'll let you know. Working on speed. That might be my number one. Shady. <laughs> what a check at. What a check at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>